0: I want to buy exactly your type of company right now. Like I'm looking, I crave these amazing video creators because there's such a, a lack in the market right now. But I can't buy you. You're too small. Just oh, the sh- me reveal, sh- baby. Welcome
1: to the Smart Nonsense Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, self development, challenging norms. Pop, it's a Thursday. How you doing?
0: Do I look like Sean Puri? I'm kind of looking at myself, and I'm like, huh. you look ill.
1: You look ill. Do you I? look sick with it,
0: dude. Subscribe <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> got him. I, I actually, I don't know why there's a Sean Pori bug. I don't know. I don't know. You don't who's know how to practical jokes and put that there, but I like it. It's motivating.
1: Well, look, uh, Pop, uh, that's all the tea I got. So I'm going to hand it right back over to you. I'm going to have some coffee and um, happy Thursday. Hey,
0: you know what I realized? I was thinking. I'm like, <laughs> There are a lot of videos, whether it's a podcast or a keynote or uh, some sort of, what other options are there? Uh, Conference, I guess that's a keynote. Uh, Just a lot of these videos of important people telling important truths. But no one watches them because they're boring as shit. What I like here is we start with entertaining, in theory. I don't know if it is. But we like to have fun. We're Goofy Goobers. Goofy and then, Goobers. I'm. Hey, okay, settle down. I'm, Take it easy. I'm, what the scallop? I'm Goofy Goober! You show up for the goob, and you get a little of the goo. And the goo is the smart <laughs> stuff that's cooking around your brain. That's what I like about us, and that's what we want to double down on. Because Sean Shanpuri had an email that came out, and he's like, I was just going like to say. MFM. He's like, it's, it's the, the gooey goober vibe. It's like you get the best of both worlds. That's what we're trying to give you. What, what, what was you it build? though? It was like, it was like you're not you're not gonna compete with
1: the people just having fun. You're not. You can't beat them. Oh, if you're having fun, yeah, dude, you win. And why the MFM? Why he said they were so successful is because business is boring. Business podcasts are boring. But you boring come shit. for him and Sean being absolute goofy goobers, and this isn't Hanging contrived. With the boys, that's the interesting part. This is actually only 10% of the Goofy Goob.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of goo, dude. A lot of goo. (laughs) That's not for the pod, though. (laughs) Five lessons I learned last night. Um, No, but What I do want to talk about is this. (laughs) We got an agenda?
1: (laughs) I like when you come with an agenda. I'm undecided on when you throw out a goo and five lessons you learned last night. (laughs) Undecided.
0: Here's the thing. I Here's want to transition. the thing. We no, don't talk Pop. enough about challenging norms. Uh, I'm I'm challenging a lot of norms right now. I'm having yeah, a real a relationship challenging as someone with uh, undiagnosed Asperger's.
1: You know what's crazy, Pop? We're going to come on here and be goofy goobers while Russia is walking into Ukraine today. That is Dude. crazy to me.
0: Hats Crazy off, Crazy
1: to me. Russian troops and tanks have entered Ukraine on all fronts.
0: Hats off. Fucking. To who? They're like, we're going to do it. And they did it.
1: I don't know. I don't have actually. You read the-
0: I, I don't really know geopolitics. No, no. I don't. That'd be hey, frightening. You ed-
1: It'd be so frightening. And we're just shooting a podcast. Um, There's this book really quick. It's called The Fourth Turning. It's about how history repeats itself in 80 year cycles. And we right now are in the last 20 years of an 80-year cycle. That 20-year period is called a crisis. It's exactly what's happening right now. We're in it until 2028. And that's the only way I can explain this thing. stuff away.
0: And we'll, we'll get to what the agenda of this podcast is at some point. Uh, actually, it's, it's how do we make a couple million bucks off a crazy deal. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But here's the thing. I was reading another article. And I was like, don't trust old people and you told me this yesterday like old people they grew up in a completely different world there's this thing from wait but why where it's like say someone from ancient times some a long time ago woke up today like would they be shocked by what they see like giant fucking skyscrapers plane flying overhead and just have a heart attack and die like what is the the period of time for much of human history it was like Caveman time to up until like 2,000 years ago, not much really changed. And then from 2,000 years ago to like, I don't know, I don't know, the renaissance or something, then it would have been like, oh my god, this is a massive change. Heart attack died. And it's like a, whatever, 2,000 year period. And then from the renaissance to like 1776, say, it's like, oh my god, all this shit is new and they have a heart attack. I don't even know what renaissance was like, 1500s? Um, But now today... It's like shit is changing so much faster that we could be born now. Like like the fucking cell phone. I'd almost have a heart attack and die if I was uh someone from, the, from like yeah. the 40s or whatever and, and saw it. So I think basically the world's changing so fast it's not like anything we've seen before. So any sort of like, oh, it, it repeats in 80 year cycles. There weren't nuclear bombs 80 years ago. They just got invented. It's like, it's just a different world. I think all that shit's bullshit, basically. I don't trust any of it. And that's that. Agenda? How about this? You just... That's <laughs> what our business is like. I'm like, I have an idea, Belky, And he just... He's like, shrug, let's try it. And that's, uh, I that's why we have a lot you. of problems here. Um, hey, really quick, before we talk agenda, uh, are you okay with me eating a banana without the peel? No.
1: Um, I actually think that is... Um What's the word? What's the word for like when a person acts like an animal? It's not arcane. It's not grotesque. What's the word?
0: I could never crack seven hundred on my SAT verbals.
1: That's tough. I'm not, I'm not very That's good at tough. that. That's tough. My so. ACT reading was really bad. All I know is um, you're you're a chimp. That's, like that's, that's basically it
0: I'm a chimp Savage dude. But chimps yeah. That's actually How do chimps eat bananas? That's a great question Like how you How do chimps eat Do they? Because I'll freak out If you guys are pretending yeah, to they be, pop, uh, Don't they
1: pop it right out of the bottom And like grab the whole thing And then shove it in your <laughs> mouth
0: <laughs> Dude Look at this stupid <laughs> fucking chimp Hold on Oh no dude Actually he's not that stupid Probably he's trying to open it But I thought he was just eating it From the side Like a savage dude yeah, they just peel it and eat like that. That's what I do. I peel it and pull it's out the not, banana. It's anymore. not
1: sharing yet. Oh.
0: It says it's sharing.
1: It's buffering. I got three dot buffering. Does the audience have that? Uh, oh, there it's, it is. It's, There's it's, the fucking monkey,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> they eat it out the it, side? Uh, no, that one's just stupid. It's hard to extrapolate. I eat it kind of like this little guy. What is this? He's a business insider. Hey, let's look at that transition, yes! baby. Yes. How do we sell the business insider? That's the agenda. How do I end my screen share too? That's a better agenda. Item. Stop sharing. All right. Here's the Why? deal.
1: Uh, Why sell the business insider?
0: Well, hey, great question. Is this uh, audience Q&A? It's no, a Q&A. We, we get like 13 views. You cracked a thousand, though. That's kind of cool. It's got to go Watch out
1: with the slippery slope, pop. Everyone was scared. They they come on to smart nonsense. They see four hundred and uh, whatever four forty four. Uh, four hundred. That's a lucky number. Make a wish. Four hundred forty four subscribers. You're like, mmm, that's a small group of people. I don't know if I want to hop on the bag and bandwagon mm-hmm. quite yet. I don't know if there's enough social proof there. I'm watching a million subscribers. I hit a thousand. They're like we're in it hero's journey i'm part of it now i'm the hero we're that's social proof we're on it so So now i get like twice as many subscribers you're gonna get a a
0: bunch of fucking bandwagons i like my rider dies at 444 (laughs) well no here's here's actually the cool thing about it i think is we said screw
1: the hacks screw the growth strategies let's post consistent content over time let's have 444 fucking what do we call them Fanatics. Four hundred forty four fanatics.
0: Not fans. And just fanatics. Not fans.
1: Fanatics. And just trust that over time they're gonna uh you know organically spread awareness.
0: Yeah, you know that's what that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to sell everything and just focus on Henry's vlog channel. That's all I really want to do with my life. Now, why are we doing this? Uh I don't know, I think this has been a grand experiment the last year, two years. Of, hey, let's go from zero, work on our own content. Oh, this turned into an agency. Oh, this turned into a big agency. Wow, we have almost 50 people. Wow, this is scary. I don't like this. Down, down, downsize. I'm scared. I don't like people. Mayday. Just Henry and I. Mayday. It's kind of full circle where we're like, we did it. We experienced what it's like to run a large company and and see what's possible. Like, I just don't think it's for us. It's we, it's like it's like if if this podcast were 50 people it'd be a shit podcast. We're just like Henry don't get to hang out and talk and it just doesn't feel like like we want. So we just want to yeah. get back to our roots.
1: I got my hood going over my shoulder, Pop. Yeah, I think That's, like when you get to that <laughs> when you get to that critical mass, then you need strategy and memos and all hands and project managers and like it chains turns into of communication. A job.
0: Yeah, it, like I, the last two weeks almost now, I can't go on slack. I, I refuse to. It scares me. Uh, the burden is entirely on Henry and it's not good. And he's, he's burning <laughs> out. He's got eye bags everywhere and he's losing his hair. We can't have that. So our options is uh, basically let Henry die in two years or pivot to something that just gives us that natural internal fuel that we love. And it's just us hanging out, creating products.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people, myself included, can do that day-to-day, can do what I do, but you're not going to do it well. I'm just like, Mm. we call it the fire extinguisher. There's so much shit going on, I'm just like, send that. It it starts to turn into ping pong. It starts to turn into the corporate bullshit that, like, everyone does. And I just think we want so much more than that.
0: Well, it's interesting, and I'll talk about this more in a bit. But uh, I had a conversation yesterday with someone that created a successful agency, got it to somewhere between probably three and ten million dollars a year in profit. Uh, so he sold it. He probably made like ten to. 30 million bucks. I don't know. Successful. Now he's like at the corporate side. Now he buys companies. And we had this conversation. He's like, yeah, people just kind of get into agencies like I did at 23. I made an agency and then just found myself at 140 people. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking massive. And then I got bought out. And it's just like, it's just kind of inertia that brings people down this. And somehow, I don't know how, because we can barely handle six months of an agency. But somehow he's done it for probably 10 years now. And. Like,
1: I'm just not convinced they've done it well. Is... I'm just convinced they've they've gone through the motions for ten, Like any agency we talk to, they're just like going through the
0: motions. So our idea is like, okay, uh, I guess the problem is this: we have call it forty awesome super editors. These creatives that we spent over a year finding, all of them, and just training, and, and making sure it's just the best absolute team possible. Specifically for clips and animated clips, which we now realize probably isn't the future. How Lindy is a clip that's highly animated. Well, considering we pretty much invented it a year ago, it's probably only going to last another year. Assuming that we don't know like where the start and end is. So, if we go with that Lindy model, we're like, okay, that's dangerous. Whereas, oh, a normal video editor. Like, just, wait, just Lindy, a video editor. Lindy. Lindy, by
1: the way, is something will be around as long as it has been around.
0: Nice, so dude. So, if we
1: cooked it up this year, we can expect it'll be around for one more year.
0: Well, the, the math behind it is basically like if you assume it's on a bell curve, so it's like evenly distributed, like the, the odds, on average, you're most likely just in the middle of that like bell curve of how long something will exist. If that makes sense, I guess it's hard to visualize, but um, you're probably in the middle. So, just assume however long it started to go, that's probably how much longer it's going to last. So, compare that books, to...
1: news, companies, we apply to, like, most everything now.
0: Right. Okay. Right. So, if you're trying to, like, get educated, better to read uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius that's been around 2,000 years versus... And a Twitter thread. A, a book that just came out, or a Twitter thread. So, I'm looking at, or we're looking at animated clips, maybe that has a year left, something like that. It, It might have a super long future, but we don't know. On average, probably going to be another year. First is look at video editing. That's been around since probably like the 20s when video actually first came into it. So we have another 100 years if we just assume Lindy's somewhat in the ballpark of accuracy. So I'd much rather bet on something that'll be around 100 years, our entire lifetime, than something that is probably only going to be another year. So what does that look like? Well, it looks like... We have this pickle of a lot of people that were hired into an agency, so they expected an agency that we tried to push down this platform route, where they're kind of uh, more so like contractors that get paid when they're working with clients, not when they're not, and they don't really necessarily want to be that. Granted, they're getting paid a lot. Uh, we think. Pop, you want you want to know. know the Help the biggest
1: pickly pie, the pickle pie yeah. about this? This has to be true for for other agencies, especially if you want to move this fast. Everything we're currently putting out as an agency is what gets us business. Therefore, right. the business that comes back to us is more and more for this dying Lindy thing we're talking about animated clips. So by doing them, we just we get into the sand trap of having to do more of them.
0: The fucking and sand it's like, trap, dude. <laughs> So then we have to
1: hire more of these people that we know this thing, if we keep doing it like this, will be obsolete in a year, two years.
0: Right, so then so we're growing, faced.
1: we're scaling this thing that's actually contracting.
0: It's, it's the pickliest of pies, Sand where You can't get out of the sand trap because it's like, hey, uh, the only way, well, we only know how to like, market ourselves through these animated clips and they market themselves when we have clients that do them. But then they come in and they see those I'm like, hey, actually, you don't need those. And I'm like, but I, I want them. That's that's what got my attention. So you're saying it's not going to work for me? I'm like, it might, <laughs> but for like one or two videos and then people get bored and they're like, we just want more. We don't want better. Like, just give we us more of you.
1: We literally can't convince people that our old clips, the old way we used to do things are a dying growth strategy <laughs> for your brand. Right? They're like, no, we want the all-in clips. We're like, no, you don't. Trust David us, Sacks, you even. don't.
0: He's like, I don't want your new stuff. And it's like, it performs better. It performs better. Why don't you want it? So, <laughs> we're like, how do we just sever ties with this trap? Because otherwise, everyone's going to be asking for this. We're going to infinitely scale into something that we know isn't the future. Okay, so- wait. So,
1: there's 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 that trap. There's the output trap. And then, as you, what you were talking about when I interrupted is the interagency trap. Where we're trying to get our entire agency over to the platform. But there's really a lot of inertia there. And no matter what we say and what they say right. about being okay with that and we increase pay to do that, it's like still, we're still an agency. We say we're a platform, but we're still an agency because everybody likes that.
0: It's like the reverse. Like Picture us being forced to be an employee right now. It really doesn't matter how much you pay me. I just don't want to be an employee.
1: Yeah, we'd keep doing the They're same. They're the reverse.
0: So, yeah. Because we are we love risk and we love fucking solving problems. And it's like, oh, I, we don't care about security. Like, I'm happy to sleep on the floor somewhere. So, it's we're fun. in the it's sand trap, fun. dude. So, <clears throat> here's the point. There are, though, this is kind of the beauty, the, the beautiful silver lining. There are very select people where our highly animated clips make sense. Those people are Naval Ravikant. And Morning Brew. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, the only two people that we think it would make sense. And Collins and Samir. But we're kind of modeling after Collins and Samir. Because what we realized is, okay, too much editing for most people. But this is a really cool style. This, like, a, a lot of motion graphic style. It is engaging. And it does work on Twitter when it's done right. Especially when it's this news Sort of information this this like hot topic that just came out and, and you it, it like talks about a lot of current events so there's a lot of graphics like take Roll he the Miami talks about clip. abstract
1: okay the least affordable city in the. US not LA not New York it's Miami why because rich northerners are all packing their bags for the city bringing the heat which is driving housing prices crazy take rent it's up 34 percent in the last year. Want to buy a house instead? A normal house costs $589,000 or $34,000 a year in mortgage payments. But a normal family only makes $43,000 a year. This means almost 80% of all Miamians' income goes only to their housing. And that's why the answer to this question is clear. And we're back for well, Darmesh, baby. Uh, <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and like Darmesh, he's talking about like LTV to CAC and it's like all this stuff that it's brilliant but it's not pop culture versus people that talk about pop culture and news. It just lends itself beautifully to what we do. And it actually has a big ROI and morning brew wants this. Like they, they see it, they want it. And we think it makes sense performance wise for them to do it. So we're like, how do we get out of this trap? What we thought and what we still kind of think is, Hey, most of our current customers, they probably shouldn't be doing this at least at this scale. Let's take the whole team. And just give them a morning brew. Like. All of these. (laughs) It's not. It's not so much like. It's not so much like
1: auctioning them off to morning brew. It's like. It's like. We are. We shouldn't scale this animated clip thing. Let's preserve that. As a faction of clipped. Of clipped media. And. Allow all of us to go do that thing with morning brew.
0: Right. Like I'm. I'm not excited about all these people uh, basically wasting their money. Like, I don't believe in the product that we're selling as is. We've never made a clipped. (laughs) That's why. We've
1: never made a clipped. We're sitting on a call like this a week or two ago. We're like stuck in a rut. I'm like, Pop, I don't know if we talked about this on here, but I'm like, Pop, when was the last time you made a clipped for the Smart Nonsense podcast? And it's like, oh, all this talk about scratching our own itch, and we accidentally built this thing we don't use. How does that That's make sense? That's the problem.
0: That, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, the customers don't want it, but ultimately, we don't want it. So, why are we building something we don't want? Because now we're just guessing, and guessing doesn't work. It's just like, build the thing that you want, and that you can't get, and then there are other people most likely like you. And guess what? There are a lot of creators. There are 500 every cohort with Ali Abdul. So, like, okay. We're that demographic. We're just going to build the product for ourselves. But Morning Brew, we can see it making sense with their brand because they're big, their news, everything. So, we're like, what's exciting to us is if we took our team and just went full, like, pedal to the metal, let's just rip Morning Brew and also Business Insider eventually with our 40-person team. That's what we want to do. That's what's exciting to us. And our original idea is like, okay, uh, since we really we want to focus on that for maybe a month, but then like let them rip with it, and then we focus on this new like clipped marketplace platform that like Uber for video that we want to build, but it's just like the video that we want, uh, and also Ali Abdal's cohorts. So that's the that's the direction we want to go. But we're like, okay, to make this work, we were thinking. Oh, we have to get acquired or aqua hired, I guess. what you call it? <laughs> which you thought was a fake word. <laughs> I did. I thought we're all joking like they spelled it wrong. It's like aqua hired. That's so funny. I didn't know it was two different things. I guess acquire is acquire the business, which includes the people and the like intellectual property and like everything like within the business. I guess it values that differently versus just buying the people, uh, you know, that it doesn't sound very I'm proud good, of but, you. Uh, uh, so, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot of things in the last couple of days. And and so, we were thinking we wanted to do this bio. And I guess this is where it's useful to you, okay? You, the listener. Uh, let me speak to you, the listener. Because maybe maybe you're into startups. Maybe you're interested in like, okay, I want to build something great. And a lot of people, when they build something great...
1: <sighs> I was listening to our episode with, with uh, Elon Musk uh, about what's his advice for uh, like a startup founder or whatever, it's just don't do it. Don't. That's what you should do if you're building a startup. Don't.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> don't. don't. First, don't do it. But if you're stupid <laughs> enough to do it like we are, then you're probably going to get to the point where you're like, okay, uh, maybe you don't like what you built or you like it but you don't find it useful, which is kind of like we're kind of in that realm, we're like not useful personally for us. Uh, so it doesn't feel right building it or you just want to cash out. Like, I don't know what your thing is, but if you get to the point where you want to sell your company, this is where it's like completely new for us. And the last week, we've been trying to figure out what does that look like? How do we do it? What's funny we're is- We're just making it up. We're absolutely making it up. So we get one little Aqua Hire message in a DM with Alex Lieberman who runs Morning Brew. He's one of the founders. Uh, his other co-founder said, oh, it's Aquahire them." We're like, huh, that's a crazy idea. <laughs> but if we were to entertain it, because we're crazy people. This is what it could look like. We first pitched in just text form and they're like, oh, let's double down, make some awesome videos. Bam, bam. We showed them in the last episode. So uh, I think we left a cliffhanger there. He responded and he's like, yeah, I'm talking with my co-founder this week. And then we, we got him to talk on Friday. One of the big problems that we have is uh, kind of we're thinking Aquahire, like let's just completely shift gears, like get out of it. Don't worry about this at all move over to the marketplace. But how do we create this sort of urgency? Because we're in like a we're in basically we just kind of get out of this this world. Like just like right, they have no reason to move as fast as switch.
1: as we want to. Because because we literally have like the clipped marketplace, the platform stuff starting Monday with Ali Abdal. Right. So we're like, this is a fork in the road. We need to know What's going on? And Morning Brew like, yeah, we'll get to video at some point this year.
0: Right. So, that's where Henry and I were battling. We're like, okay, how do we add some urgency? Because he was giving us some sort of like vague, I'm going to talk this week. And then, I guess normal people would approach it. Like, the normal thing is, hey, we're we're putting this up for auction. Like, we're talking to several people. We kind of tried that with uh, HubSpot. We're like, hey, we, we got like a potential offer. Like, What would it look like with you? We spent a lot of time crafting these messages, basically an entire day, trying to craft these messages to add some urgency and add a little bit of competitive nature. It didn't really work out because Dormesh didn't respond. Uh, But we realized with Morning Brew, what Henry just said, what Belki said with adding urgency through like, hey, we want to focus on Ali Abdal. They need us. They need 500 editors. Like, we have time right now to go over this brew plan and fucking crush it. But if you don't want to do it, then it's never going to be around. Like it's now or never sort of thing. Um, Granted, I don't know what happens. If they say never, then it's like, okay, rethink everything. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
1: we thought about that last night. I can't remember. There was like a plan D doesn't matter.
0: I, well, point being, we, we send that message. I guess we'll, we'll include some screenshots with YouTubers. Uh, and we get the call on Friday. So, yesterday, I get connected through Gary, who's a marketer friend, brilliant dude. He keeps, like, he's the reason why we're we're focused on just make it a no-brainer pitch. Like, one, no decision fatigue, no-brainer. Like, that just sounds like a good offer to me. That's sort of like our, our foundation for all our marketing. Simple action is what we like to call it. Oh, uh, did we Look get into that? that? We never talked the
1: about future that. of marketing.
0: Oh, we should Look have talked that to thumbnail. Sean Corey. Well, um
1: wait. Simple action. Yeah, it's a chapter in in your book. It's a, it's the newest chapter. what did book. you ask me? Our book. What did you ask me? Well, here's um, the prompts.
0: Let me pull up my something book about notes. A, if
1: you were to to bring in a CEO.
0: Hey, you want to know how to write a book? Write it over like five years when you're in the process, and then it's yeah. already done. Okay, so this is question. A great blog, by the way. What is it? RVG Oh,
1: dude, Rav Ravi. Ravi, Ravi Rav from Rippardy. Sequoia
0: yeah he was working at instacart as the cfo COO, something like that uh fucking it's crazy their story of one he came into the company and his first investor call is like hey we're losing like 20 dollars in every order which means like three million dollars a week or something crazy like that so they're losing crazy money he comes in they turn it around and then a year later once it's turned around and super profitable their number one client is Whole Foods, 43% of their business, and Whole Foods suddenly gets bought out by Amazon. So now, Instacart is at war with Amazon, which I buy all my groceries and get them delivered through Amazon. So, uh, clearly the competition.
1: You don't uh, want to be at war strong. with Amazon.
0: You don't. Or Russia. So he somehow salvages it, and within like a year, Whole Foods made up less than 1% of their grocers just this brilliant turnaround, and now they're like a self-sustaining wartime. business and make like three bucks every order. Um, basically a brilliant dude. He has this blog, and in it, uh, I, I don't know, I forget which one this was about, uh, something about joy, but there's this one question. If you're a founder, ask yourself, if you had to pick a CEO to replace you, what is the one belief that they have to share with you? What do they share you with ask you? Me what, that? what is me that? And so, I thought about it. I took my what, what's my gut instinct and then I also asked Henry because I, I wanted to see what you thought and so um, mine was default to action and mine was simplify everything <laughs> we're sitting around sharing yeah a and pow-wow. I
1: chose what was yours I, I, I laughed over this it is- <laughs> don't put the radical honesty video up don't do it <laughs> and the chant that always leads to enlightenment within three minutes is this
0: Duh. Uh,
1: duh. Uh, and if you slobber, you can get there in two minutes. <laughs> duh. Uh,
0: duh. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. I spent Angel. 10 years in a radical honesty, and what we discovered was the one uh. treasure, Oh Whatever. Okay. So, yours simplify was... Everything, simplify everything. And yours was default to action. And we compressed the fuck out of them we simplified both <laughs> into just simple action
1: how about simplin
0: Simpson. how about Simples, simption simption you like Simpson <laughs> one of those uh uh simple as possible but no simpler um don't go any no, simpler it's, than it's simple great action.
1: dude uh it's you like, say something i'm like we should do these 10 things and you're like dial it the fuck back and i'm like you're right and then we end up just doing a simple little action right. in the afternoon that's I remember perfect. when
0: you were working on Dunbar, it was always like, hey, let's do these 10 things over the next six months. And I was just always thinking, I'm like, what's the one thing you can do right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> simple action. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about before that. Uh, Yuri, dude. somehow simple action. I don't know. Well, Yuri connected us with this other dude, the dude I mentioned before, who sold his company for tens of millions of dollars. And now he's in this space. He's been both on the buyer and the seller side of agencies. It's so like, hey, dude. Hey, Knees. That's his name. Oh, or Knee. I, fuck. Why do I keep calling him niece? Knees? Knees? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Knee. Are you I fucking me right now? Knees. Got it. With an S? <laughs> well, it's like case. Uh, I, dude, I'm all messed uh, up in my head. I hope oh. I didn't call him that on the <laughs> call because it was a lovely hour call. But we're like, hey, dude, uh, we want to sell this thing by Friday. Because we have this like catchphrase within the week. That's what we've been saying like crazy in our chats. How do we do that? And he's like, after asking me a bunch of questions, which is awesome, Like, don't just get into advising someone, Like, actually understand where they're coming from. He tried to understand where I was coming from after a bunch of questions. And he's like, dude, I mean, I can give you the answer. One, you're not going to like it. But two, I don't agree with the premise why are you trying to sell on friday we're like well we kind of want to do this other thing and we value our opportunity cost very highly so we want to <laughs> work on the opportunity and not have the cost and he's like all right sure uh how old are you I'm like i'm 24 he's like okay all right that makes sense you're a fucking crazy hooligan i get it i was there too if i were you i would hire an operator that builds that out to like a 10, 20, 30 million dollar agency and then sell that, and you don't have to worry about it. Just let them rip, and it's a totally separate entity. And like, you don't have the headache. Can and I just say, yeah,
1: can I just say, yeah, yeah. when somebody says, if I were you, just understand that everything they say after that is them saying, like, I am me, and this is what I did. Right. He, yeah. he has he has no idea who you are and what you, what's in your shoes. Right. That, he, he this is like just like 10 like this, minutes of background. Yeah. It's just this most interesting thing to me about giving and receiving advice. It's just like through the lens of that person. Right. I have a quote from uh, The Courage to be Disliked, I think. Answers from others are nothing more than stopgap measures. They're of no value.
0: What and I think the what's interesting. caveman was that
1: uh, answers from others are stopgap is like a temporary solution.
0: So just what like the fuck,
1: caveman is that asking
0: others for help is useless. Yeah, I mean not all. But
1: this wasn't useless. But this wasn't useless.
0: Well, uh, it was useful because here's the thing okay we have it looks like we're just being ridiculous and we're like people that just want to cash out and there's no thought put into it but like a lot of the things we say oh we're just silly people and we don't really know what's going on we actually put a lot of thought into our decisions we have we read constantly like we're constantly hearing from other people and it's it's not like this was just a whim decision but he's like okay if you don't want to do that for some reason, like even though you wouldn't have any like mental headache, you just have to find that operator, which it sounds like maybe you have and your co-founder's brother, or maybe someone else, um, or you design the company so beautifully, it's really just customer service and then you just hire a customer service person and that's, that's, all it is. Um, but okay. You completely want a blank slate. Fine. I get it. I think it's impossible to sell by Friday. I've never heard of anything that sells within 30 days. And most deals take two to three months. Why? Because there is due diligence where they have to now open up your books and look at, like, okay, how much are you making? Typically, with an agency, it's like a three x uh, multiple on er, revenue, er, revenue, um, or some EBITDA bullshit. Well, EBITDA is just—I think of it just as like profit. Um, he's like, you can do that, but like in a perfect world, you'd get sold for five million dollars but you wouldn't see that for three months, which doesn't solve your problem of switching right now. And guess what? It's a full-time job to make sure like they go through all the due diligence and do all this stuff. I guess I I would, I want to buy exactly your type of company right now. Like I'm looking, I crave these amazing video creators because there's such a a, a lack in the market right now, but I can't buy you. You're too small. If you had that three to $10 million of profit, I could buy you in a second at 10 X. Like I could buy you for a hundred million dollars in a second, but I, I can't. Why wh-
1: did he elaborate on why we're too small? He wouldn't buy just like it for
0: not 3 million bucks. Their time. Hmm. If it takes them three months to go through this whole process, it's not going to move the needle for the multi hundred million dollar billion dollar company. Um, and one thing that was nice is he knew everything about morning brew and the hustle and like all these companies. Cause he's a big newsletter guy. Uh, he has his own newsletter. For creators. Um, so he's like, here's what I would do if, if you really want something to happen by Friday. You need Here to comes make it. brilliance. So Alex can single-handedly make this decision. How do you do that? You have a year contract that he can expense. There's no oversight, no approval from Business Insider. It's just morning brew. Here's your budget. This is the expense for Clipped. It's this year." A million bucks, two million bucks, whatever it is that you want to pitch, that's just what it is. And boom, it happens Friday, start implementing on Monday. Like, oh, that's interesting. And you start to dig deeper. It's like, okay, now he, he does this big deal with us, which we're literally happy to do at cost for us. Like we make no profit. We just kind of get like the cash flow benefit and we can focus now on something else if he really took the reins with all that. But the brilliance is in a year, what happens? Now, their team is so tightly integrated with our team, our 40-person team, that they can't do without us.
1: Yeah, you can't and unwind that.
0: It would take like, when they're considering the deal, they, they consider, oh, what would it look like for us to build this ourselves? They couldn't build this themselves. It took us a year of just heads down focused on hiring and training these amazing creatives. They couldn't do that. And they're a big company. So, it'd probably take them two, three years if they wanted to get even close. So uh, at the end of this year, who knows? Maybe they're going to want to just buy us at that point, and now we can value at a multiple of the contract. Be like, oh, you'd normally pay a million, two million bucks for this contract. Just pay three x that or four, whatever the multiple is, and it's it's a lot easier. There's less due diligence. There's it's, more like proof that it's even
1: work. an easier sell.
0: From, oh, it's the easiest, like
1: kind of proof of concept, right? If if the year is a smashing success or even a moderate success, you at least have some like tangible growth metric we're just saying oh we're gonna 10x morning brew next year right it's like if we come on for a yearly contract and we actually do that well now we're gonna beg a lot more when it comes
0: to the kind of buyout which is interesting because uh, we're incentivized to be a little bit more hands-on that than probably we want to be because we want to like be completely hands-off but if we want to then sell it in a year or have another awesome contract, then it has to be successful. So we get to show them returns. But I think we can. And it's exciting because it's just this untapped, they tell great stories, just it's written. Now let's turn it into video and audio. Uh, so it's also exciting because it gets
1: our entire agency team back under like the umbrella of an agency.
0: The most safety. Where there's job came security, security, for safety, security and certainty. Right. And they're building something great that even we're excited about. Like I'm excited about the idea of building the first business news organization, just business organization that gets video. No one gets what Gen Z and millennials want. Morning Brew did it with written content for millennials and more or less Gen Z. But we're pretty much all video now. Everyone's just scrolling through TikTok or on IG Reels, like shorts. That's where we live. So we want them to find their their next new customer. And that's where they're going to find the 18-year-olds that's in college and then get them for the next 10 years so excited there that'll let us build the clip side of things and uh we have that conversation tomorrow so going into uh we were actually crazy we're like yo alex are you in new york and we're just gonna (laughs) tell him oh we are too and fly out there and just fucking take him to the same place Huston took us but uh he's not (laughs) he's skiing in vermont he's flying all over the states because he's just balling out you know he's a millionaire um so, have that conversation. We're going to have to figure out a plan. I think we're going to approach it where we just come in asking, like, hey, Alex, we've we've heard more or less your idea with growing this, but, like, give us more detail. Like, what are you envisioning a month, three months, six months, a year out for the video side of Morning Brew?
1: Right. And, like, what are they planning internally? Because we're just kind of throwing stuff at them. We have, we have not received any information back right. on what they're currently doing or what they're really trying to do.
0: Which... So it's a very say,
1: lopsided.
0: In negotiations, which is not really much of a negotiation, we're bi- we're basically gonna tell them, "Okay, like, hey, it's this amount for this amount of time. You can change the like payment periods from this like some extra cost because payments, but it's really just one offer. Take it or leave it." Um, so we'll see. What we'll else get you more got, info. Pop? Oh, what what was I gonna say? Is uh, you wanna you want to have the most info because that's that's where you have code. Like more leverage.
1: Yeah, that's the I think the best negotiation tactic or leverage gaining tactic is just shut up, ask a question, and shut up. And we're doing a lot of talking right now because, well, look at the yeah. look at the sand trap we're in. We're doing a lot of sand <laughs> trap uh, talking.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? What? Did, oh, I had to go to pod. Um, you
1: got to go to what?
0: I was trying to find my notes for the pod. Uh. I, I wanted to talk about Clipped Copy, but that's kind of a different tangent. Unrelated? Spon- unrelated. We'll just we'll keep it to one, one topic for a pod. We should uh, come
1: back tomorrow with... um. Well, we'll come back tomorrow after Lieberman, and then with Ali Abdal and Clipped Copy, maybe. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Hey, dude, you know what I need? A payday. You want to know why? There's a freaking crack going through the windshield of the goddamn van. I can't get a break, dude. <laughs> this is silly.
0: I don't... Here's the, the fuck problem with ownership. This? It's like uh, what they say with renting versus owning a home. It's like renting is the most you'll ever pay. Like I know right now I'm paying $2,500 a month and that's the most I'll ever pay for this apartment versus your van... Whatever you paid for it, that's the lowest you'll ever pay. You're only gonna get Fuck shit that. like a cracked windshield or a, a blown <laughs> up engine, and it's just gonna Fuck be like that, possible. dude.
1: You want to know? Some, you want to know what's you? You want to know something on top of that? The mm-hmm. guy he'll be here in ten minutes to come fix the windshield. His partner's sick, so I gotta be his partner. I gotta help him put the windshield in.
0: So, do you which will be tell fun? Makes seventy five bucks an hour.
1: I told him I'm hundred bucks an hour, and he just laughed at me. And okay. so that's what we're doing.
0: He laughed at you. That's the best he negotiating laughed. tactic. You say something and you just laugh. <laughs> Imagine that Lieberman's like, yeah, uh, I can pay like a million bucks for this deal. It's like,
1: <laughs> a million? You
0: just lose our shit. Literally, dude. Lieber. Silence, Lieber.
1: laugh, and a mirror. Throw it right back at him. Just put a question mark at the end of what they said. He's going to get some dark
0: arts magic coming out of tomorrow oh, so you better watch Bob. out. All, All right, right baby. <laughs> no, dude, gotta no! get out. Oh, we can. Good